Networking is an investment in your business. It takes time and when done correctly, can yield great results for years to come. That is a quote by Diane Helbig. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Welcome to episode 171. I am delighted to announce that I'll be speaking at Women in Tech, Texas on 19th through the 20th of May, 2022. This event offers an immersive educational experience for like-minded women to access proven strategies and tools to support them in their mission to achieve their career goals. Registration is now open. Book your pass today and secure a 15% discount with my special discount code. And that code is W-I-T-T-S-P-E-A-K-E-R-15. And the website is www.women-in-tech-texas.com. The topic of this week's episode is Connected Sponsorship. My guest this week is Sheila Farragut Gemma. Sheila moved to the States in 1989 for a job in Boston. She figured she would stay a few years before returning home to Ireland, but 30 years later, with a husband, two children, and a handful of successful businesses under her belt, she may be here to stay. Sheila has an entrepreneurial spirit which led her to the world of marketing consulting. Through her company, Connected Sponsor, she helped event promoters monetize their events by building long-standing relationships and partnerships with sponsoring companies. Some events she's helped are Traffic and Conversion, ProfitCon, Underground, and MFA Live. Hi, Sheila. Welcome to Trina Talk. Hey, Trina. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you for being on. How I start out the show is I ask all my guests to tell the listener who you are and what made you the Sheila that you are today. <laughs> um, so hopefully you've no Australian guests because <laughs> I'd just be another Sheila. Um, <laughs> so my name is Sheila Fire Gemma. Um, Sheila FG is uh, usually what people call me. And I have been an entrepreneur ever since my daughter was born about 25 years ago. I desperately did not want to work anymore. Um, I wanted to be home with her. So that kind of led me on an entrepreneurial journey that kind of had a winding road. Um, But for the last 10 years, I've worked with event owners um, to help them secure sponsors for their events. And then in the last year, I've kind of pivoted to uh, teaching that and coaching on that more than just doing the actual work. So that's kind of like a very short synopsis of my story. Great. You know, and I'm I'm glad to have you on because we were talking in, in the pre-show and I've never had anyone on to talk about sponsorship and being a podcast host and a speaker, international speaker. 
sponsors and events are very important to me. So go, let's talk about that because, um, what is actual sponsorship? Let's start with that because I know some of the listeners may be wondering what that is. Yeah. So sponsorship is, it, it kind of comes in a couple of different varieties, but basically like if we're thinking about events, um, it's companies that are going to come in and help you support the event financially. Um, and what they're getting out of it is they're getting access to your audience as well. So they'll probably be there. They'll show up um, with a booth. Um, they'll um, sometimes speak on stage also, depending on what the, the sponsorship arrangement is. But it's just, it's a really nice um, relationship between sponsor, um, the host and the audience. So if you think of um, a lot of events, people are looking for a transformation. So they're at the event and they're looking to either learn something about business or invest in real estate or learn how to do a, a different technique, something like that. So they're there looking for a transformation and the person running the event can give them all of that. But what they can give them in addition is all of these resources. So I think of it almost like a mall, you know, that you're in a ballroom, you're learning about something, you walk out the doors into this mall of all these resources that you can use um, to further you along your path as well. And then as the host, it's, you know, a double benefit. You're not only bringing value to your students, but you're also, um, uh, you know, bringing value to your students, but you're also getting paid um, to run your event as well, which is great because events are really expensive. As you know, if you're an international right. speaker, you know, you know, the $200 gallon yes. of coffee and things like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and that's interesting. You, you speak about that because there are conferences where um, you can buy booths to set up your stuff, whether you're um, a vendor, you have goods to sell books or whatever that case Mm -hmm. may be. Um, And then there's from the actual being the person putting on the vent, that side of it. So um, can you give us some pros and cons to each of those? Yeah. So um, I don't see a lot of cons really like the, the thing to think about, like, so if you're the person putting on the event, the thing to think about is that you're trying to curate an experience for your event attendees. So you want to make sure that you're bringing quality in. And what I mean by quality isn't necessarily like a quality company, but quality for them. So if you're learning about real estate and, um, you know, a company about how to repair cars comes in, that's not going to be a good fit. So you want to make sure that you're, you're really curating that whole experience for your, for your, um, attendee and bringing in companies that will help them, um, uh, get further in what they're looking to do. Um, and then for the sponsors as well, like it's, it's a great way to get in front of their target market. So if they, you know, if we use real estate again, if they work with realtors or real estate investors, and that's like a good um, customer for them, it's great to get in front of, you know, a hundred or a thousand or 10,000 or whatever size the event is of that type of person, um, you know, because they're growing their business that way also. Does that make sense? That makes great sense. Yeah. So with you, would I contact you and say, okay, Sheila, I'm putting on XYZ event Mm -hmm. and this is my audience. Would you then go find other sponsors to, Um, how does that work? Yeah. So that's, that's basically what I've done for the last 10 years. I'm actually really moving away from that now. Um, So I'd be more likely to say to you, well, Trina, who do you have in your office who could um, do this for you and let me train them and teach them how to do it. And then you have that resource forevermore. Amen. Um, So it's, you know, it's, it's, I do still have some clients that I do sponsor work for. 
Um, I just don't do as much as I used to do. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of things that I kind of don't want in my life anymore. So I made a decision to, to kind of go in this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 um, you know, when you're saying that you haven't had somebody on for sponsorship before, it doesn't surprise me because there's not a lot of me out there. <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's, um, it's really, you know, when people hear what that, what I do, their first thing is, Oh, could you do that for me? And it's like, I would love to say yes to everyone, but it's right. just almost impossible. So right. that's my hope is that I'm going to create all of these like mini needs, like sponsor heroes who are going to go out and, um, and do gigs and uh, work for other event owners or podcast owners or whatever it is and help them find sponsors as well. Um, so that's, that was my whole thought behind putting together the product and, and creating all of that. And, and you're, like you said, there's not many of you. So let's talk about what you're doing now, as far as the training, how does that work? Because when I think of, um, being an event sponsor or what you have done, I think about somebody who had must have a massive database, a massive Rolodex. Is that what you're training? Does someone have to have that to get started or how are you training them? Where do they need to start? What kind of experience do they need to have behind yeah. them? Yeah. So I, the, I, you know, having a Rolodex is going to be great, but mm-hmm. you're not going to start out with a Rolodex. Right. So a lot of what I train is, you know, um, the first thing I always train is just kind of low hanging fruit. How do you find some low hanging fruit sponsors? And I actually have that for everyone who's listening. Um, we we'll talk about it at the end, but it's just a really quick way to find some sponsors and kind of get traction. Um, but I, I teach them kind of the, the whole thing from start to finish of, you know, how, how do you, how do you figure out what sponsors are going to be good for the event? Um, how do you reach out to them? How do you bring them in? How do you manage them at the event? Um, how do you resell them into other events? Um, you know, just kind of keeping that whole relationship. It's all about relationships. Um, you know, at this point, when I go to sponsors, it's like they trust me. And if I um, bring them an event, they know I'm bringing them the event because I see something in that event that's going to work for them. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't. So it's building that relationship with a bunch of clients. And it takes a little while to get going with that. But it's, it, you know, it's it, then it starts to happen quickly. And that's what I teach is how to make that happen quicker for yourself so that you're really kind of um, able to do this as a full time business. If that's what you'd like to do or, or as a thing for just your own event. Yeah. You know, and that's interesting because I know you said you got into this, well, became an entrepreneur because you wanted more time with your family right? at home. Yep. What, what did you do beforehand and what made you turn into doing this? You know, because you originally, yeah. you were the person doing it. Now you're training. Was that right. what you've yep. done all the time? Um, it's not what I've done all the time. So I've been doing this for about 10 years. I've been out of my own for about 25 years. So I've actually had several businesses. I've had two that I've sold, which is pretty cool to have an exit or two mm-hmm. exits. Um, I had one that kind of blew up in my face, which wasn't so cool, and, but I survived that as well. Um, so yeah, the whole sponsorship thing kind of started by accident. I was um, in business with a woman called Deanna Rogers, who, um, we had this group called affiliate mastermind group. So we would bring affiliate marketers together and help them, um, you know, learn how to kind of do the job, how to find affiliates, um, kind of like sponsorship is just a, a different vein. And um, towards the end of that business, she got recruited out of um, the business by um, digital marketer, which is a big marketing company over here. They run an event called TNC, which is actually happening at the moment. 
And um, when that happened, she asked me if I would come in to help her with sponsors for TNC, which I did. And then when other people saw what I was doing, they asked me if I could do that for them too. So that's really kind of how that piece of it started. Um, prior to that, like I say, I had um, I had a real estate business. I had a kid's indoor playground, of all things. I was one of the ones I sold. And I had a, the first one I started when Ashley was born was I did a toner remanufacturing business that I had for about eight years and and ended up selling that one as well. So I've, I, it, it's, it seems like very kind of, there, there is a thread that kind of links them all, but it seems mm-hmm. like very, very diverse kind of different things that I did. But I joke and say, you know, someday I'll figure out what I want to be when I grow up and be that. <laughs> well, you're actually, you're doing well because you've had two businesses you sold. So yeah, yeah. It works well for you. So, I mean, I'm very interested in this, the, the whole training on sponsorship, because I know yeah. some of the stuff that goes behind putting on a, events and in what my ultimate goal is within the next couple of years is I would like to put on a retreat. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 And I know that's going to be like, yeah, something that it's going to take a lot of work and studying on. So you training people, like you said, you don't have to have a Rolodex, but it, this is definitely a relationship-based business. So you Absolutely. have to, yeah. yeah, you have to know how to foster those relationships. Mm-hmm. So in your teaching, are you, <laughs> and I hate to say it this way, but are you teaching or looking for a certain personality because let's get, let's face it, you know, there are people who say, Oh yeah, I would love to do that. But then you think you don't have the personality for it. So is that something that you go in and and say? It's, 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 I guess it's, it is kind of personality. Like I'm actually quite introverted and I do well with this. So it doesn't have to be someone who's, you know, gregarious and fun and, you know, um, I think what it is, is kind of like a high say do ratio. So what I mean by that is when somebody says they'll do something, they'll do it. Right. Um, so a high level of kind of personal responsibility um, that because you, you're creating these relationships, but they're really based on trust. So you want to be, you want to show up and say what you're going to you know, do, what you say. Oh my God, I can't even say it straight. <laughs> do what you say you'll do. <laughs> um and just really kind of be there for them. And then if something goes wrong, be there as well. Like, I mean, don't hide from it. Just be like, okay, this is what's happening. I told you, you know, 400 people for this event. It looks like 200 people. Let's figure out how we can make that up to you. And always kind of be proactive and be ahead of, of anything, um, I think is the important thing. So having that type of a, a, a person, like, I think it's more of an ethic than a personality. So I've seen people who are very outgoing doing this. I've seen people who are very shy doing this. Um, but I think it's more of just having that like really strong work, work ethic and, um, just kind of trust ethic that is important. Mm-hmm. And, and that's uh, a key is the trust because yeah. when you're putting on an event, you're spending a lot of money, a lot mm-hmm. of money and you do, you want someone who's going to be there to, so when you say whatever this ended up being a catastrophe or this is not yeah. working so well, you want someone who can to rectify that. Yeah. And, you know, just talk about some of those things that go into that training process and the things that people, so if we have some listeners, if they're saying that's something I would like to do, what are some of the um, first hand tips that you would give them the things that they would need to, first go for if they're thinking about pursuing that kind of uh, 
career? Yeah. So I give them a lot of the tools that I've used myself. So, you know, a lot of kind of checklists and, um, you know, emails that are sent out and things like that. Um, I kind of um, have a, you know, part of the product is like a look over my shoulder. This is how I do it. And, and this is how you can do it too. And they'll probably come up with even better ideas. I'm usually pretty simple the way I do things. Um, but it's just um, to to kind of give them the broad range of what's involved in it, but the the also to be able to pivot and just be creative in their thinking. So if somebody's unhappy about something, let's let's figure out how we can make them happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a sponsor doesn't like where his booth is, let's get him moved into somewhere else. Let's maybe do something that will drive some people to his booth. Maybe have an open bar at the booth that night or something or what, whatever it takes to kind of make everyone happy. Um, that's what they're going to remember. Um, and then just kind of the honesty thing as well is just be upfront with people all the time. And, you know, cause you know, events as well. Like, I mean, you can have the, especially now in COVID, you can have the best plans in the world and they just start falling apart. And, you know, I think if you are upfront with people, you tell them immediately and you just show that you're there and genuine and you want to work with them. Um, I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what have you seen in your experience and, in, in how many, so are you, so I'm sorry, let me go back. So with your training program, is this an online um, virtual? Are you training people in person? Because I, so it's, it's both. Yeah. So I have an online training course that people can take. Um, I'm also launching a program called train your sponsor person, which is, so just kind of back up a little bit. I'm thinking, um, and I may in the avatar, um, that is going to look for somebody like me is somebody who runs an event, who's very entrepreneurial, who doesn't necessarily want to learn how to do it themselves. They just want to get it done for them. Um, So my thought is that they will probably have somebody in their office that they want to kind of hand this over to who will need a lot of help um, to get started with it. I'm actually working on one event right now for November where I'm just working one-on-one with a gal and just um, teaching her kind of what what it is that I do. Um, and it's great because it's, it's actually given me insight as well as I'm putting this together. It, you know, sometimes we forget like what we were like when we were starting. So sometimes um, things that just seem very natural to us now is like, of course, you always do this like this, but you didn't always do it like that. Right. You had to learn it. So it's great to kind of hear things and it kind of puts me in the frame of mind of somebody who may be teaching, this, who may be learning this stuff from me to kind of simplify it even more rather than just kind of making the assumption that, well, they'll know this because a lot of times they don't because they haven't done it before. Right. It's yeah. So a lot of back and forth. I mean, I'm still kind of learning as I go as well. So. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest and that's hard for me too, because when you know something to actually transfer that to teach someone else, that's the hard thing. Because you become unconsciously competent. So you just, do it and you don't like it's like driving a car mm-hmm. like you, you don't get into the car and, and figure out which pedals are which and where the gear shift you just get in and drive and right. end up somewhere and you don't even remember how you got there most of the time um so that's like the way I feel like with sponsorship now as well so to kind of step back and say okay how did I actually remember this or or what's the story of how I learned this and, and mm-hmm. kind of pull all that together that's what's been kind of interesting and you know trying to really right make things simple enough that, that I can teach it and people will, will understand it. It's not like, not that it's like super difficult, but you know, <laughs> there are things that you just kind of take for granted. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's funny cause this just popped in my head and I know this is probably not what you have in your mind, yeah. but I was thinking something like you having a bureau almost of 
people who can that, be sponsors. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Cause like, I mean, all the time, as soon, literally, as soon as I tell somebody what I do, they're like, Oh my God, can you do that for me? It's like the first question. Right. And I would, I would love to have, I, I call them in my head event heroes, just have like this uh, little army of event heroes. And I can yes. just pop it out and say, Hey, someone has an event in Orlando in, you know, six months time. And this is, it's about whatever the, the, the topic is. Um, who wants it, who wants the referral, right. you know, and just kind of get them going and get them doing it. I think yeah. that, that would be amazing. Yeah, that was because, um, again, I'm thinking about myself as far as this retreat that I have in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to, you know, have someone that I could say, okay, this is what I'm looking for doing and that could come in and said, okay, well, here's the location or this is what I can do. This is how I can have, have you set up because, yeah, I, I, I'm just yeah, thinking so there, about there, all of that. That might be a second. So there's also like an event planner um, okay. um, occupation as well. And I actually have a bunch of those. I can tell you offline. I can get okay. you in touch with some people who will really be good at helping with that retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's two kind of different components. So the event planner is somebody I work with, you know, very tightly at an event because they're planning the whole event and, you know, where everything's going to be and where the receptions are and then what the food and be- beverage budget is and all that kind of stuff. So then I can kind of plug into what they're doing and saying, well, we could probably get somebody to sponsor that. And maybe mm-hmm. what, what can we have them maybe come in and, and give a talk at a breakfast or, or, you know, and that we kind of work very much hand in hand, but it's definitely a different skill. I think you're probably looking for both. You're probably looking right. for an event planner to help you plan the event yes. and then um, a sponsor coordinator to help you plan the sponsorship as well. And right. get the event paper. Be yes. Awesome. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I need. And and with the sponsorships and 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 I'm just thinking I'm trying I'm trying to form it in the correct way. But mm-hmm. you see the events and you say, okay, like those most events say, okay, this event is sponsored by Google or whatever, whatever. Yep. So with the people you're training, you're training them to say, okay approach these companies and ask them if they would mind sponsoring with group a, would this be worth their time? Is that exactly yeah. what you're doing? Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. So basically the, the way the conversation goes with the company is, you know, tell me, tell me what is he doing? Who, who are you looking to be in front of? What are your goals for this year? I have a group of X. Um, is that something that's interesting that would be interesting to you? So, you know, again, I use real estate all the time, but I have a group of realtors or a group of real estate investors um, who are hungry for your product. Is that something mm-hmm. that you think you'd like to be in front of? You know, so it's, it, it really is that kind of relationship type of thing that, um, you know, it's, it, they're going to be all about what's in it for me. So you right. want to tell them what's in it for them right. um, to, to, you know, build value and have them come in and, and um, sponsor the event. And then if you make it great, it's like, it just, it repeats itself year after year because why, you know, if, if I brought you somewhere where you've got a whole bunch of business, you'd probably want to come back again every single time. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. So starting out, when that when you're asking this company to be a sponsor, is there a cost for them or the person, or are they just basically writing it off, hoping that they'll get future business? Yeah, so they there is a cost for them to sponsor, and it depends on the event and how many people and how long the event's been established, and there's kind of a whole uh, piece of that to, to figure out as well. Um, and they are taking a little bit of a risk, you know, because they could get there and end up not having any business. 
um, you know, we're, we're going to try and make it so that they are, you know, it's, it's a good event for them in terms of who the people are who are there and they, that they need their product or they need their service or whatever it is that they, that they do, you know, but that's the whole piece of curating it as well. We want to make it win-win for everyone. Right. So again, you don't want to bring in a sponsor that, you know, is just not going to do well there because it's, you know, people are just not going to need what they have. So you want to make sure that you kind of um, work it that way to make sure that everyone kind of wins with this. Okay. Now, who are the people who would be seeking out your training program? Is there any certain demographic? Are are there more women than men? Yeah, possibly more women. I think I I kind of have three avatars of who I think would want to do this. And the first, as I said, is an event owner who probably isn't going to do it themselves. They're probably going to have somebody on their team do it. Um, the second one is event planners who maybe want to add another stream of income onto what they're doing. So they're planning the event already. If they have this kind of Rolodex of sponsors that they've built up, they can bring in sponsors. Um, I've actually had, um, instances where, you know, I've, I've, um, you know, gone out looking to sponsor or looking to do sponsorship for an event and come up against an event planner who does that as well. And it's just, it's more attractive to the event owner. Like I can get one person to do both type of thing. Um, And then the third one, which is kind of dear to my heart is I, because this is what I was, this is my whole journey started with being a mom and being a new mom and not wanting to go back to a 95, job, nine to five (laughs) job, (laughs) but like 95 hours, Um, not wanting to go back to a 95 job and wanting to, you know, be there with my kid and go to all the, you know, the soccer matches or the dancer titles or the school lunches, or if she was sick, that I'd be home with her, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I feel like this is a great business for um, a mom to take on as well, because it's really, you know, you can do it from anywhere. I, I literally work on a phone and a computer, um, we had a computer issue getting on here, <laughs> better computer <laughs> is in my, in my future. Um, but yeah, you can do this from anywhere. Um, you know, it's, it's fun to go to events. The travel is fun. It's, it's just, you know, it's just a really great business if you want to just kind of have that freedom to do it on your own time. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. That is just, yeah. It's exciting for me thinking that, yeah, I need to find, (laughs) (laughs) I need to find that. Not that I want to do it. Maybe that'll be another arm of my business maybe later on or something yeah but, yeah 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 um because yeah I do like to travel and I, I do like forming the relationships even though I right. am an introvert at heart like you say you are um yeah just the connecting I like I like doing that as well yeah well it's connecting with your people as well it's like when I walk into a room of entrepreneurs it's like they get me it's not like you know it, it just and I I just love that like the conversation is a lot easier even as an introvert, because you're, you're just, you're, you're talking the same language. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so different to like, if you walk into like a family party and they're like, Oh, you haven't got a job yet. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> it's just so different. And how, how long is your training? Um, so the training, um, it depends. So there's like different components. So you can come in and take a little or a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one that I'm going to do at the end of this is, is literally about 15 or 20 minutes, but it's oh. something that's, that's made to give you like really quick results because it's just something super simple to find sponsors. Um, I have, you know, again, I'm like kind of at the start of this, my, one of my plans is to have a membership site. Um, I would love to, you mentioned retreats. I would love to, um, end up having a mastermind, which would probably do a retreat somewhere cool as well. And, you know, it's, the sky's kind of the limit. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Wow. 
Very interesting. I mean, yeah, we can go on talking about this because I have a lot of <laughs> questions to pick your brain. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this episode is being sponsored by True Vision. Have you lost hope in starting your business? Lost steam or just do not know where to go from here? See with True Vision and define your path. The True Vision Project seeks to heal, rebuild, and transform your online business from the inside out. For more information and early access for only Trina Talk listeners into the True Vision Project, send an email to connect at definingpaths.info. Make sure to mention that you heard about it on Trina Talk. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. I'm gonna go into our questions. Are you ready? Uh, I think so. I'm kind of a little scared, I'll be honest. <laughs> Ten questions, but I don't know what they are. I know everybody says that, but you're gonna do fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who or what motivates you? Um, oh my goodness. Having an impact motivates me, I think. Just knowing this by doing something that I'm having a positive impact that I can make a difference. Um, that really both motivates me. Also, um, starting things. I'm I'm definitely a starter. I'm always like looking at things like a, a bit kind of like um, you know, oh butterfly, but uh just always looking to seeing things, seeing how business works, like how could I make that difference? What what could I do with that? Um, so that definitely motivates me as well. It just gets me excited. Talking about business gets me excited. I just I, I love business, I guess. What demotivates you? Um, de- on being undervalued, people not um, valuing what I am. And sometimes I bring that on myself as well by not like standing up for myself. That's more the introvert stuff. Um, but yeah, being undervalued really demotivates me. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked for your good? Um, wow. I can't think of a specific thing, but usually if something like that happens, it usually kind of kind of maybe either forces me or first of all, if it's something that I think that is wrong, then I like really prove them wrong or prove them wrong by doing it. So that kind of is a motivation and stuff as well, which sounds weird. Um, yeah, I think like people telling me I can't do stuff is usually what will motivate me to do it. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. What is your fear? Um, my fear, my fear is um, not being there for my kids, not being there for my family. Just, um, you know, I always want to, I always want to be present and be there. Um you know, life is, is, has really kind of started to speed up as we get older. Yes. So a big fear of mine is like, it's going too fast. I haven't done enough. It's, you know, it's not time yet type of thing. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a, that's a big one I've been dealing with for a while. It's just, you know, the, the, how, how fast everything is going. Is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? Hmm. There's probably lots of times with that. I tend to be more of, I wish I hadn't done something that I did because I tend to be pretty, um, I I will, if I get an idea, I'll usually either run with it straight away or just not do it. I'll talk myself out of it. So I tend to just run with things straight away. So sometimes I'm like, "Eh, I probably shouldn't have done that or said that or sent that email or whatever. Um, So it's kind of more the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that was the next question. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so since you, you semi answered that, we'll go on to the next one. Okay. Um, What is your definition of success? Um, Being happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So how do you recharge being this busy lady? Uh, lots of different ways. Sometimes just a change in what I'm doing. Like I walk a lot in nature that really kind of recharges me. Um, sometimes I will just take a day and like veg out in front of the TV and not think about anything. And at the end of the day, I feel awful because I just feel like I've done nothing and I felt lazy and I get depressed. But then I wake up the next morning. I'm like, OK, let's go. What are we doing? Yeah. So, um, yeah, sometimes I just because I do do a lot. OK, what are you awesome at? Oh, what am I awesome at? That's a tough question. <laughs> um, I think I'm awesome at seeing creative ideas that maybe other people don't see. Like I, I'm really good at connections with people. So I can walk into a room and it's almost like I see this imaginary, like um, neon sign going from one person's head to another that like, I mean, they should connect together because she does this and he does that. And that would be, and they just don't think of it themselves. Um, so a lot of times I'll do that and people think I'm weird for making the introduction and then they'll get and they're like, oh, wow, I would never have known that. So that's kind of, I'm a big, I'm a big connector. Okay. What legacy do you want to leave? Um, the legacy I want to leave is really just, I just imagine people telling stories of me that were just, just kind and, you know, this, uh, people kind of enjoyed being in my presence that I, you know, wasn't like a mean person, I guess. Um, you know, my kids are already my legacy. They're grown now. They're just really, um, they've become like amazing adults with great careers and just very happy. So that's to me is a huge thing because that was like such a huge thing for me starting out to make that happen. And it has, and, and they're friends with us. They like to hang out with us, which is great. You know, it usually doesn't happen with, you know, 20 something year olds, but yeah. So, Give the listeners one motivational takeaway. Um, so one of my favorite sayings is seek the swift sword. And what I mean by that is if you're going to die in your sword, let's do it quickly and move on. So if something's going to be a mistake, rather than spending months and months and months of figuring out, should I do it? Should I not do it? Let's just try it and do it. And if it doesn't work out, move on. It's, it's okay. Mm. So Sheila, tell the listeners how they can connect with you. Tell us about your program if they want to enroll and your website and everything you have going on. Sure. Yep. So the website is connected sponsors.com and the, the um, free training I'd spoke about is at finding sponsors. So it's connected sponsors.com forward slash finding sponsors. Um, like I said, that's like a 15 or 20 minute um, training where, which just kind of stimulates your mind to start thinking in terms of, of um, who are your low hanging fruit sponsors um, I'm on Facebook uh, at Connected Sponsors. Um, they can, I have a page there and I have a group. If they want to come into the group. I would love that. I'm building that out at the moment. And um, that those and on LinkedIn as well. So those are kind of my main areas where I hang out. Okay. Well, Sheila, I thank you for coming on and talking about sponsorship. Uh, like I said, you're the first person who has done this and I've learned a lot. And I know the listeners have too. And if they, if you need someone for, uh, your event or that, you know, Sheila's grooming people to be little Sheila's so they can <laughs> help you, you out. <laughs> awesome. If you like Trina Talk podcast, please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their lives? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, If you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving. 
because success is a journey, not a destination.